So let's get clear. I have no reason to actually hide my medicine. However, I can choose fear because the conditioning, the habits, right? And what my ego wants me to believe is that even though I've never experienced it, maybe in this lifetime where it's not real now, it could happen, right? Tomorrow in the five minutes. And all my ego knows is the past and is that karmic pattern in my body. So my work in this world and to actually like fully claim my power, I have to say my trust is stronger than my fear. My devotion to my soul is stronger than my fear. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another beautiful episode of Witchy Wellness Radio, the show you learn how your body and emotions are not in the way, they are leading the way. And Sasha and I are ready to just jump on in. We've been having, just from the second she jumped on the Zoom call, just to, like narrow, just zoomed focus into what we are both coming up today, literally both journaling about earlier. And we're like, fuck it, we're going to hit record. This is going to be a little different, not different, but screw the formalities. We're going to go dive into what's coming up. So to catch everybody up this past week, I was kind of suddenly hit with this huge, I call it, you know, energetic biological upgrade, AKA I was sick and I'm kind of coming out of it. You probably can hear in my voice. I'm still a little congested, but I feel great. And Sasha asked, well, what were you letting go of? And I'm like, of course she's going to ask this. And I already knew it was fear. And of course she beautifully prompted me to explain deeper. And we just went down this whole tangent of the witch wound of truly owning our powers, not, not being afraid of truly stepping into who we are. And I'm going to prompt and leave it open for you, Sasha, to kind of go from there what in you is coming up today? Because I love how we can beautifully, authentically share our experiences because not only can we learn from each other, but I know the collective, I know the listeners here, we're all needing to hear this. Mm. Well, just really burning down the structures of what I personally believe and also know in my body has been both you know, both the reason why I'm here in terms of the the lifestyle I have, the, the work that I do, I rely on certain structures. I'm sure all we all we do in this world is create a structure that actually supports, right, our gifts, our truth, right, who we be. However, <laughs> however, it's like learning to walk, right? And and you're you're walking first to you're like falling all over the place and then maybe you're holding on to like a little little toy car that you're pushing forward right and then you're holding onto somebody's hand and then lo and behold you are an adult so that adulthood right that's what i feel lauren you and i are experiencing the spiritual adulthood of really knowing that no we can walk and <laughs> we have to walk if we're really here to live and experience this life but also if we're going to really give our gifts like and that's what we talked about right give the gift of what you're here to give knowing that you can't misuse it unless you don't give it right then that's that's that abortion of the potential you have within your body that life force itself right that's your sacred sexual capacity to birth to create this is the feminine right and just knowing that you are not letting it live that's misusing not just the gift, but the power you have been chosen to 
to hold and to use in the service of all, right? That's why you're here. And so when you're still clinging on a toy car or someone's hand and you can walk, you're not walking and you're not actually going where you need to go, nor are you actually feeling the power you have. Therefore, transmitting it, right? And saying to the world, I'm here, I can hold you, I can lead you, I can learn from you, I can teach you. And also we're doing this together, let me love you. Let me hold you, right? And so I have been relying on a lot of structures in terms of the work I do, the titles I call myself, right? The, the marketing strategy, the, the infrastructure of my business, the what I rely on for, you know, income to play, put it plainly, right? And just knowing that I'm in this moment, which I've been in before, but now it's like, oh, here we are again on a deeper level, the stakes are higher, right? It's like, are you ready to, and I, I say this a lot because I work with, you know, I love the architect of the dark goddess and really bringing in this, like, are you ready to surrender yourself completely to the divine and let it burn everything that isn't true so that it can become the compost to grow from a place of what is true, right? But that means you might have to lose everything, right? Because that could be what is needed for that space to be created, right? Burn down the barn to see the sky. And so as soon as we see that metaphor, it's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I want to see the stars. But in the moment, you're like, no, 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 no. I don't, I want my roof over my head. I want my barn. I want to keep warm. Like, can I see the stars and be in the barn? Like, can we just like, hold on a second, right? It's like, this is all great in theory, but I don't know about this. So the witch wound, right, is I'm going to be exposed. I'm going to actually be seen, but also I'm going to be asked to use my gifts in service to trust that I'm ready to do this work, to know that I won't ever really feel ready, but I must trust that I am. And that's actually activating my medicine. And to really know that I have never done this before, right? I may have been burnt at the stake. We've talked about past lives, right? I may have even in this, in this life experienced traumas that I may have repressed or whatever it is that we're holding in our bodies, right? Ancestral, karmic, in this moment, experiential, via, you know, actually receiving from our moms, our dads, right? Like that transmission, we can go at anywhere we want with this, but we know our bodies hold a lot. But in this lifetime, in this moment with you, Lauren, right now, I'm not standing at the stake. There are no villagers around me yelling, witch, burn her. There is absolutely nothing in my life that's threatening me right now. And I'm very grateful. And I know how fortunate we are because there are people who are actually experiencing this. I'm not though. Okay, I'm not. So let's get clear. I have no reason to actually hide my medicine. However, I can choose fear because the conditioning, the habits, right? And what my ego wants me to believe is that even though I've never experienced it, maybe in this lifetime where it's not real now, it could happen, right? Tomorrow in the five minutes. And all my ego knows is the past and is that karmic pattern in my body. So my work in this world and to actually like fully claim my power, I have to say my trust is stronger than my fear. My devotion to my soul is stronger than my fear. My knowing in my body that this is what I'm here to do is stronger than my resistance to be the medicine. I will die for this if this is what's needed because that's my freedom. In that I will be free. So I'm standing here and I'm like, I don't know if it's resistance to abundance or actually it's resistance to the structure that's closing down my capacity to be in true abundance. 
right? And I'll give you specifically what I'm talking about. People can understand, like I work, you know, in different ways. I'm, a, you know, I call myself sometimes a mindset coach and I've been called that. So I do that work in different capacities. However, I, what I actually do isn't that. Like I don't coach people on their mindset. I couldn't give a crap about your mindset. I care about your heart and your womb truth and your mindset will follow, right? But I will not go into trying to make you feel better in the moment and give you a structure and a strategy so that you can get what you want. No, I want you to feel the truth of your heart's desire so that it's in service to your soul. And however your mind right, will adjust from that place will be the mindset work. I'm not poo-pooing mindset work, but that's not what I do, right? So that could happen as a result if you do the work. However, if it's in your highest good, right? And so in this moment, I'm standing and I'm like, yeah, I can't call myself that because it's not true. And I don't care if I'm getting paid really well and I'm getting all these kind of access points to different you know, ways of me doing the work that I do, but I, by limiting my capacity to serve because I'm not actually telling the truth of what I do, I am not actually using my power. And if anything, I'm betraying myself and I'm betraying and robbing the people that are experiencing me because they're coming for, you know, a burger and I'm serving them, you know, ribeye, you know, or if you're plant-based, you know, they're coming for a chia bowl and I'm, and I'm giving them like a green smoothie and they're like, uh, I didn't pay for this. Like, it's good, but I don't know what's like, <laughs> you know, so here is me standing here and being like, Lauren, I'm in a process of complete and total burning down of everything. And I know that this is what I need to do, but also it's scary. It is hard. And also it's so damn simple. Like it is so simple. <laughs> All you have to do is, okay, this isn't true. And this is cool. So how about we just tell the truth? And that's why we need people to hold space for us, right? Because even me sharing all of this with you, and I can feel how powerful you are as a medicine woman, a space holder, because I could feel the, you know, your capacity to hold, receive, and just channel back to me my own truth. I can feel it, right? It's like, without that, me in my own room, like, no, I can't do this for myself, right? I, I That's why I do it for other people. So I could learn and remember it in my own body and be like, okay. Now I need to go deeper so I can take you deeper. Okay, who's going to help me? <laughs> right? It's just like, yeah. So there we go. So this is where we're at. And it's not a coincidence that we're in eclipse season, right? And and yeah, and like, oh my God. And and we can go in, we can go in so many directions. So I will just, I will invite you to lead me and tell me where you think we need to go. Well, because... it, it's co-created. We'll say that yeah, for sure. Exactly. Because- I think this is, a, you originally scheduled an interview back in May and it's October now. So it's like just divine timing, just like things happen, like life happens, right? And trusting that process. And now we're just letting this unfold. And what just came to me before the eclipse, I want to see that I want to jump to that next, maybe we'll see where this goes, um, was the fact that, you know, as a healer, as a medicine woman, as a witch, whatever, you know, a coach, maybe you identify with a coach, yes, fine. whatever yes. your medicine you bring to the world, that imposter syndrome, maybe it's kind of, it's tied to the witch wound. Yes. But for me, it's like, I tell the women that I work with, like, I'm not your guru. Do not look at me in that way. I'm here to hold that space for you. Cause I'm still going through, I'm learning too, like yeah. what you just beautifully said. And I think I want to kind of underline that point that you said with mean, so many gems and that beautiful like channeled message that you just shared. 
But so many of the women listening to the show, the women I work with, nine out of 10 women already have a business or want to start a business that I work with to want to give back. And I know, because for my own journey, that imposter syndrome, well, I'm not perfect. I still, I still get anxious or I still, you know, like I don't meditate every day. Like those, those things pop up, but it's this co-creation from learning together. And like, for me, I, it's like attuning to this frequency, this vibration of like your life's purpose. And of course, like the people you interact with, people who come into your world, like they're in your, cause they're, they're aligned with your vibration. And that's why we came together today. So I had to kind of underline that little point to just reiterate to everybody listening, like that's completely normal, but it's a, it's more of a co-creation process than you might realize, you know? Yes, absolutely. Which is why it's not about ego. Yes. Right. It's really about surrendering. That's what you said just now. Thank you. Beautifully. No, we are co-creating and we have to listen, right? You came into my world. I came into yours. People that are listening are welcoming us into theirs. Nothing is random. Nothing is actually a coincidence if you're listening, right? So just listen. Like I'm, I'm here to share with you the one thing I do know is that I know nothing, <laughs> but also something does. And that something is here and I can tune into that. That's it. And so can you, right? That's it. That's all. We're done. <laughs> right? Like That's it. And that's and all. Stop record. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We're here to learn how to connect with that, right? And how to actually master our capacity to be in integrity, in alignment, embodying that channel right of wisdom of into you can call it intuition right higher guidance universal consciousness there are so many ways it doesn't matter you know what it is you can call it god right or the goddess manifest whatever works for you but you know what it is you know what it feels like that's it what you said so like yeah your feeling and your body that's it <laughs> that's it that's it that is yeah. it yeah um, this is gonna go live after eclipse season but yeah. i wanted to kind of go back to you know the goddess kali kind of yes. burning everything down i mean that to me like thinking that is a little bit of tied to eclipse season and the, the sense of like what needs to go is gonna go oh lord I know, I know that you work with her energy a lot so like let's dive into there oh my god so she's here right now like her frequency and let me preface <laughs> what what she is okay everyone listening you could call her a deity you could call her a goddess you could call her a mythological you know creature but she what she is and what any archetype right we're talking about archetypes the mother the lover a goddess archetype a god archetype even an animal totem right can be an archetype like we can think of the lion right like the brave and okay like our astrology right astrological signs are archetypes the Enneagram is archetypes, like everything. So what it is, is it's a structure of power and in your system, in an actual, your conscious and subconscious mind where you can use it. It's almost like a bus that could take you from your conscious mind into your subconscious, right? So that you could feel into how you be in the world and where that is actually coming from, right? So that you could feel what is coming through you in power and what is disempowering you. Right. That's when we say darker goddess work is interesting because it brings you the real unconscious realm of darkness, not bad darkness, but the unconscious, 
right? And so making the unconscious conscious is what we're here to do. And so Kali is a dark goddess of destruction, also creation. She births and she creates, she's actually like, she's, she's got two like ways of, there are different names. You can explore her name, but I know two that are very powerful. One is well, she is, she's the destructor. Like she's the destroyer of ego. She's an ego slayer. She literally stands there with a knife, right? And she cuts off the heads of men or women, right? We're talking symbolically. It's all about symbology here that are unconscious, right? So she comes into your psyche and she says, this part of you that is in a relationship that is abusive, that's unconscious, right? And you're in this pattern and you can't get out of it. I'm going to cut the head of this like structure of oppression. I'm going to wake you up. That's what she does. She's not here to destroy what is true. She can't, you can't destroy what is true. She's here to destroy what isn't, right? So any part of you that is resisting the truth is gonna go if you actually work with this energy. Now, because she's this way of going into the unconscious, it's fun to do embodiment work, right? She's all about physically embodying her like fierce love, her fierce rage, right? Against oppression and violence and just standing for love, right? She's not here to fight against she's she's standing for and by default she fights against right it's like oh of course we're gonna cut your head off like this is unconsciousness this is violence this is rape we're done burn it down i'm here for love i'm here for love i'm here for love right focusing on that and the reason i'm like oh my god lauren because so i'd taken like a three-week uh spiritual sabbatical so to speak i was in a retreat space i was traveling and i usually record a video podcast every week and, you know, often I will work with a dark goddess archetype or you know, channel something else through. And I've been feeling Kali for a while, but it's not basically I was not, I just not, was not happening. Like technologically, it was just nothing was, I wasn't ready to say what I needed to say. I was like, okay, I'm going to trust. Right. And I will, I will let it come when it comes. So three days ago on Friday, I actually had a podcast interview with someone else scheduled. And I was like, I need to cancel it. Cause right now is where I need to record this. This needs to happen now. Like it's birthing now. So I re I contacted, you know, my, my guest and, you know, gracefully we were scheduled, but I was like, okay, clearly something needs to be burned or I don't know, but this is me destroying structures, right? Like, no, this is in service. Like, this is the masculine saying, not this now, this now, right? This is what you're going to do. So I went and recorded this video and pod slash podcast because I repurposed my videos for my podcast. And I was like, Friday night. My podcast editor is offline. He's in Croatia. And I was like, he's not going to edit this right now, but I'm going to, you know, I'm going to let him edit it when he does, but I'm going to go edit it now because it needs to go live now. So I'm going to, so I did that. And then I published it on YouTube. I was like, like, Sasha, it's Friday night. Like nobody's going to, like, this is not the time, right? To post anything on YouTube, wait. And, and I was like, no, it's happening now. And my ego, of course, like, are going to be, blah, blah, blah. I was like, it's happening now. So I, you know, I, it's like 9 p.m. on Friday night. I just let it go. I wake up on, so it's been two days. This is my highest performing video to date. And, but here's the thing, like, it feels good, of course. Cause like, okay, well, somebody needed, clearly needed to see it. Here's the thing. The first comment I get, Lauren, the next day is from a man who says, as a masculine being, cause I spoke to, again, this is destroying unconsciousness, right? This is calling out the sacred masculine. This is saying structure that serves, like, please, supports our feminine wisdom, our feminine gifts. We need you like done with rape, oppression, judgment, shame within yourself. 
right? Like within yourself, that's where, like, that's where we start. And then, okay, this is triggering you. Well, this is why, right? And this is how you stand up for it. So she says, I needed to hear it as a masculine being, right? As a man, I needed to hear it. Thank you. And I was like, this is what we're doing. It's not about women and men and witches and wizards. And, you know, it's not about fighting for like the place in the sun and like the, the rise of the feminine. And yes, it's the rise of the feminine, but it's not because we're returning to matriarchy. It's not about we us fighting patriarchy. It's about becoming, like really becoming in, in complete surrender, right? Becoming one, like standing for love together, the masculine, the feminine, the shadow and the light within yourself, within me, for each other and reflecting that so that we can actually birth a new world because that's where we're at as human beings. We were never here before. Like this is the only, like this has never happened before, right? To have this conversation, we can talk about the witch wound and then we have this conversation. This was not happening a hundred years ago. Like we, we didn't have the consciousness, but now we do. So like, yeah, let's call ourselves out to wake up to that consciousness so that we can act from a place of awareness with love, with devotion, with owning our power, but actually knowing what it is, right? And this is what Kali does. She will not let you be distracted or confused or seduced by an idea of what you think you should be or who someone else thinks you should be or what is acceptable. She will not let you even for a second believe that is true, which is devastating, right? Because you're like, but I don't know who I am. Exactly. She will show you. She and many other archetypes, you don't have to work with archetypes. This is not right, but it's very helpful because you're like, oh, rage. And then compassion, forgiveness. You actually can go through the process of revealing the truth of who you are. Experiencing the whole range right, of human emotions and then coming to the truth of, okay, what is here now? How can I serve right now? Who am I? And what do I want to offer this world? Because that's the same thing you want to receive. The same thing you want to offer yourself is the same thing the world wants you to offer it, right? What you're withholding from the world is what you're withholding from yourself or feeling like it's being withheld from you, right? So all of this to say that it's, you bring her up and I was like, I'm still in awe. I'm like, like Kali, like what people want Kali, right? Like, I'm not an expert in Kali. I don't even know, right? How she, like, I know how she came into my life, but it was not like, oh, I'm just a scholar in this, you know, like, no, I'm learning as I go, right? In my tantric work, in my work as a healer, I can call healer as a space holder for healing, right? I want to use that word very much in quotations. I don't heal you, you heal yourself, but you can call me that if you want, but that's the point. You are the healer. Can you let her destroy every part of you that is resisting your own healing? And being healed, all it means is you recognize your wholeness, which is here now. And, and you do it again and again and again, every single day, as you and I are doing now, as we shared, oh my God, more structures to destroy, more things to give up, right? More sacrifices to make because the stakes are higher and the demand of you is higher in the world. It's a good thing, but it will cost you. It will cost you. And at the same time, it will only cost you what isn't actually yours, right? Like whatever you lose in the moment of I'm surrendering, you're never going to lose what is actually yours and what is true. So it's costing you everything that isn't true. And at the same time, it's giving you back your freedom, right? So that's the work. That's Kali. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Wow. I think it's really the medicine for that people-pleasing 
doing other things that you think people will like you, you know, whether that's in life business, like that's, yeah. Like trying to be somebody you're not. Yeah. It's so scary to not do that. I know. I know. And I'm thinking today <laughs> I was like writing um, a series of emails. I was redoing one of my like funnels, which even that word yes. now in this conversation seems so like, but, but yeah, I, it's been on my list to do for a long time. And I think it's because I wasn't, yeah, a part of it wasn't like true anymore or, or at all at any point. <laughs> right. It just, uh, and yeah. I'm just thinking, okay, interesting. How is this showing up for me now? And like, I get so stuck in sometimes, like, how can I help people or like provide free value in like that business world? And, and, and go, coming back to this conversation and calling and like, for me, burning away all of that and just tuning into my own medicine to share with the world. Like that's, the, that's the answer that is not everybody just listening, watching. This is me in real time, really going, Oh yeah. Having this realization. And of course my phone just lights up. It's on do not disturb, but somehow it lights up while I, I'm thinking about this. Okay. Lauren. Yeah. Let's see. What is your medicine right now? Well, the person who texted me was the yoga teacher owner that the studio I teach at. And what I have been avoiding sharing with the world is my own process of moving energy and embodiment work. And it's a you know combination of kundalini yoga, breath work, but it's just my own intuitive practice, you know, no training, just yeah. what, yeah. like when my own kundalini started to awaken, that's what my body naturally would do. Mm. and I also go by the name Isis because in my own community because I felt I feel so connected to her and I know that I've studied with her in past mm. lives I've I've seen it yeah and it's like furthering my own inherent teachings from lifetimes and lifetimes and being okay with sharing that with people and I've taught one free workshop with it but I haven't really truly put in that medicine out into the world. And I'm actually working with a yoga studio right now to do a new moon and a full moon ceremony with that every month in person. And yeah, that I think that's definitely what's, what's calling me because every single time I move my body, even if it's just dancing and twerking, I love putting on like 2000s, 90s hip hop and like just, yeah. you know, just yeah. shaking it out. That's, that is my medicine. That is that transmutation, the alchemy, the alchemy, I would say alchemization. I'm not sure if that. It is. Yeah. Alchemization. Alchemy. That's alchemy. alchemy. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. That of, of the, that energy, the emotions through your body. And I know my medicine and that's why the tagline of this show is your emotions and your body one and the same. They're not in the way. They're leading the way to doing the work. They're leading the way to your own medicine, to your own healing. And you know, once you start to move and connect, like your body will tell you what to do. 
it'll guide you to do that. And I'm here to help you really tune into your own practice. So that, thank you for asking, because that's, that's, that's what's coming through. And I think that's clearly what I've been scared of really sharing because I don't have an official sort you know, that, that certification thing gets in the back of my mind. I didn't even really realize that. Mm. Well, (laughs) ISIS is certifying you. Mm. But you got to like, let her, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you know, this is the, will she actually trust you to receive her teachings? Mm. Hmm. I can feel that in my body right now. Like a big vortex coming down. And everyone listening, whoever you are, you listening, I don't know where Lauren will hold these offerings and her workshops, but right now, if you are in a capacity to come to her workshops, this is your call, right? This is you initiating yourself into the work you're here to do. And people need to hear that, like they're asked to come because it's never been done before. And also you've done this for centuries. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is just. Oh, everybody listening that this is what life's about. Mm -hmm. Like just. For listening, it's always here, really. Just keep being guided by your body, your emotions and. To me, the divine, when I feel this feeling of awe and amazement, like I'm a little bit at a loss for words. It's like, I know that's the truth because the divine to me, like is synonymous with awe and just wonder. I mean, obviously love and bliss and joy and all of that, but the amazement <laughs> of it all. Face right now. I know my eyes just went, oh. Yeah, I like <laughs> because I need like, that's, that's, that's our experience of the divine. I mean, that's the experience of you holding a baby for a first mm-hmm. time, if you've ever given birth, which I have not. I don't know if you have, but no, and energetically we have, right? But that was you giving birth. It's like, like, <laughs> like, like, it's not mine, right? It's not mine. And also it's mine to care for, to offer, to hold, to be in truth with. Like, this is my baby here. Mm. I just got chills, of course, but also just to tell you, you were speaking of, you know, this, this work. And immediately my womb space went like, ah, that's medicine. Like immediately. Yeah, I want that. Yeah, I agree. Mm. As soon as we started recording, I could feel my wound space just open up. It was like, <sighs> it's like a breath of fresh air. Okay, I'm safe. This is, you know, this is, you can feel your energy, the co-creative energy of what we're holding space for. And it's like, you're, you can you can feel your body not only release, but just open up to the divine, to mm. embody more and like, yeah, 
a lot a lot of what's come up for me lately and I have the book here it I don't you I don't know if you've heard of it but it's called the Sophia code yes I have it mm-hmm. yes yes I just right we read it and you know all about sovereignty and using Isis is actually the first goddess she talks about yeah. And of course I bought the book, not knowing that. And I go, of course, of course, my girl, my girl. Um, And very side tangent note, how I met my partner, he and I were in the same community. We met virtually through meditation and breath work and we have chosen names and mine's ISIS and his was an acronym. He goes by GEO. I didn't really know what it stood for. And I told him I I chose Isis and he was like, oh, that's interesting. You should look up what Osiris means. And I was like, wait, what? I had no idea. So Isis and Osiris like were king and queen together. People don't know. They were like these very powerful beings in ancient Egypt. They birthed Horus, which is the symbol for third eye, just as like side note. Yes. (laughs) Side note to all of this. But going back to what I wanted to say, um, upgrading our DNA has been really like, yes, like my body, my womb space, but like shedding those layers of like the carbon-based DNA to this more crystalline embodiment, like Sophia Code was speaking of this. And that's never really been something in my lexicon before. Mm. But I'm really like, it's, it's, it is truly the body is getting upgraded. And I feel this calling that humanity, we, as we bring our own medicine, as we practice our own medicine, that's what we're really doing. We're, you know, seven generations before seven generations after we're really, Mm. I don't even want to say advancing because that's not the right word, but we are stepping into our potential as humanity with mm. our bodies, with our bodies, because I think the misconception is let's leave our bodies. But, yep. Which is why a lot of quote unquote healers, gurus, a lot of spiritually aware human beings, myself included, right? We find it very easy to do that. And that's actually to me, that's that's where that, you know, like how could this spiritual being or this guru or teacher could how we discover, right? These in, in the, you know, we have it in the church, we have it like people who are called to serve God. How is it that they do these horrendous things sometimes? Or like, how could that happen? It's like, well, that happens when you're completely disembodied, right? When you're disconnected from your heart and your womb, hara, each is part of your heart, you cannot feel the humanity, right, of your experience here and therefore anyone else's. And, and you will rob, you will try to take so that you have some form of experience. And this is, again, I might be wrong, right? But this is what is true in me is like, I know. And that's what I heard literally this month in like, again, and again, and again, just like, this is the guidance. This is the medicine. You are not here to be more spiritual. Whoever is listening to me right now, you, Lauren, you are not here to be more spiritual. You are, that's what you are. You are here to be human, to really be more, more aware, embodied, present, awake, and completely in service to your humanity, because that is how you actually serve as a spiritual being in this world. Otherwise, you can't. 
right? And that is what we're like, oh, I'm going to bypass and I'm going to override and I'm going to eject. And I'm just going to, like, I call my, like, sense of calling myself out. Like, I just want to sit around on the bench in the park and suck on God's boob or, you know, goddess manifest as God, right? Like, I just want to do that because I just got it. I got it. Like, I could just go there. Like, well, is that what, like, really, is that what God, goddess, the divine, right? The the consciousness and the love that I know called me to this world. That's what I know in my body is true. Does that, that divine essence want me to sit around on the bench and suck on his boob? Is that why I'm here? Like, really? Like, wow. Like if there is a definition of hubris and arrogance and also like violence in a way, except I'm not going to share this medicine. I'm just going to suck more. Like, I want to go. I'm good. I got it. Right. It's like, like really? Oh, so that what you just said, right? No, that, oh my God, my heart is breaking every single day. And this is scary, right? I got to step up in my sovereignty. I got to honor the guidance of the divine, whatever, you know, archetype comes through, whatever I do know I work with, it could be ISIS or, and, or, you know, other, other ways of connecting to the divine, but just knowing that it will be the experience of your humanity that actually sets you free from it that actually sets you free from suffering it, right? You will suffer with, you will hold space, you will experience the depth of human suffering so that you could actually care that deeply about being in the world and loving it back to wholeness. And you will also set yourself free from the burden of the wounded healer, right? The witch wound, the the savior, right? Which is actually not in service to actually helping anyone, right? And that's what we are freeing ourselves from when we experience our humanity. I'm not here to hold space for the victim. I'm here to hold space for the warrior that wants to love even more and chooses to see their victim as part of that journey, right? And I know that this is what we're here for, but I only know it because I'm experiencing it and it hurts, right? And it's not easy, but again, it's very simple. And it's that experience of, can we be more human? Because mending our hearts, which is what we're here to do, is about being free and human. Our hearts are in our bodies. Like they're actual, literal, physical beings in our bodies. And that's what holds our capacity to experience this world as the divine. So where are we trying to go? Like, where, what, like, you know, like what is actually going on here? So anyways, but I, you know, I just wanted to reflect to you how important it is what you just said. Like, and that's why embodiment work and we're called again, the feminine is quote unquote rising. The feminine is about experiencing life through the body. It's about manifest God, right? The goddess is manifest God. They're one, right? The God experienced the goddess as itself, right? But it can only experience through human experience, through the body, through the senses, through lack thereof, right? All of that is the experience of being human. So holy crap, that's our medicine. I mean, its source is beyond us, but it's also within us. And, and it's in every part of us. Like you said, every part of our like literal structure, our DNA, every particle holds that God molecule, right? Like we call MDMA, the God molecule, like that's in every part of you that exists. So can you surrender yourself to actually living as a breathing component of that every single day, simply by twerking. Amen, sister. A freaking <laughs> man. 
and you know a lot of the times like I I know you work with with tantra and like really working with sexual energy yeah it ends up being very sexual where I'm humping the floor right and just even in the car yesterday I'm driving to Whole Foods um the most sexual place on earth everyone yeah of course you know (laughs) um and Aaliyah um oh my gosh what's Aaliyah is it rock the boat why can't I think of the but anyway 90s hip-hop R&B case in point I'm like making love as I'm like driving in the car people you know I don't even care but I got people like rolling down their windows this one guy cat called me I don't I'm just I'm so into my own just vibration because that's creation energy that's sexual energy sexual energy that's what it is that's yeah. shakti that's shakti. that's goddess. that's her she she is awakening and all this right and that's not bypassing the masculine we need the masculine so that she can actually birth so that she could like you say offer right this medicine yeah. well she needs a container she needs guidance she needs holding she needs safety that's the role of the the consciousness, right? The masculine, your capacity to perceive and think and, okay, this is what's true, right? And holy shit, yes, it's a sexual like awakening because it's you having literally like you you making love, right? To yourself, to the divine at all times and be like, oh my God, like every moment is like, is a seed of an orgasm. Like I can experience that, oh my God, right now, (laughs) which is what? What is an orgasm? is the creation of life. Like, wow, hold on. Like, that's what it is. Does it mean we need to orgasm to give birth to our creative, you know? No, it doesn't mean that. What it means is that your sexual energy is the funnel for that. It's the fuel for that. It's literally the nurture that your body needs to create what you're here to offer. And to own your power in doing that, right? It's like, no, this is the medicine that was given to me and I'm going to enjoy every bit of it because guess what? It's the medicine I'm looking for. That's it. I'm here to experience it. Like this is me experiencing me. That's the divine experiencing the divine inside of me right now. Let's have a party, right? Like let's put Alia on and let's have a party. (laughs) This is the mundane, but this is the mystical and the magical and the miraculous in the mundane, right? And oh my God, it's right here. It's right here. That's Tantra. It's Tantra. Tantra 101, everybody. <laughs> everything, nice. everything is an orgasm. Yeah. Just, just say that. Yeah. <laughs> All the Tantra teachers are going to be like, um, no. And also, no. And also, Tantra is a lot more than that. And it's a lot, a lot of things that we did not speak about. But really, that's what it is. It's the experience of the all of everything as divine. That's mm. what it is. We were talking about the heart earlier. Yeah. And, you know, the past few years, I've noticed, like, each initiation, my heart, I'm not sure if it's the first thing or the last thing. But it, it always is an indicator for me that I'm really on the precipice of Kali energy. And I recently, not, not as much right now, you know, normally meditations or just tuning in, it's just so easy just to open up the heart, connect, and just uh, the juiciness of life. But recently it, it has been a little scared to open up for me. 
in this past year of really um, integrating my own medicine through my whole life, relationships, friendships. And it has been such a guiding post for me of like when things aren't actually, I'm normally like a womb person, but this past year for me, it's really been the heart space. It's really been like, uh, 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 not what you think, you know? Um, so I guess tuning into the heart wisdom and like opening her up, because for me, like how I see it, and this completely could change is the heart is kind of the integration from those lower, lower chakras, the higher chakras into our, into our humanness, the world. So I would love to hear wherever you want to take that, the heart chakra, the heart space. So before I bring any words to this, let's experience it. So let's just breathe in. Just take a second to tune your body, whether you're walking, driving, doesn't matter. You can do this now and anywhere. Let's just take, hmm, we're going to take three deep intentional breaths into the heart space through the nose, exhaling through the mouth and just letting yourself get really present and aware and alive inside of your heart. So one, two, three, and I'm gonna guide you, breathe into your heart, open your chest, lift your sternum, open your shoulders and exhale. And just notice, notice how your heart is a little bit more open. And another deep breath, just like that. Into the heart, open your shoulders, and now bring your awareness deeper into the root of your heart. And exhale. Next deep breath in, breathe in again into your heart. And hold this breath. And now Lauren and whoever is listening, let's take this awareness and bring it to your third eye, bring it to your head, to that place between your eyebrows and exhale through the heart, but bring your awareness there. And see how you can stay in the heart and bring your awareness higher. Beautiful. And now inhale again into the heart. And now drop your awareness through the heart into your womb, your gut, your stomach, and exhale through the heart. Another deep breath into the heart. And now really drop your awareness, hold the breath into your womb, hara, gut, pelvic floor area. And exhale through there. So now you connected all three of your wisdom centers. And right now, I want you to inhale one cleansing breath through all three. And exhale, bring it back down through all three. And one last deep breath. Take in all of this energy. Move through your body into your heart. Hold. What is the truth in your heart right now? Let your body speak through your heart. And let it go. Stay with the question. What is the truth in your heart right now as your whole body is speaking 
through it. And feel your heart tender and open. It's almost like it's breaking to reveal more of you. It could feel scary and also really, really good. It's like, oh my God, this is the juice I need. <sighs> Just be with that truth, whatever that is. You don't need to do anything. Just be with it. And feel the power in your body right now because of what you have remembered. Because of what you have revealed, maybe for the first time. Because you realized what your heart has been yearning to tell you. This is what it needs. Just be with And you can move your body and stay in your heart. Open your eyes and stay in your heart. There's nowhere you need to go. And just feel into what you experienced and what that means for you. And if you want to share, you can. But before we share, I want to just answer your question with words. And that is, what you experience is the manifestation of the union of your capacity to create and receive the seed you need to actually birth your creation into the world through your heart's truth. That is sacred union. That is the feminine, which is coming from below, and the masculine, which is dropping down. And that is the awakening of your humanity right now at a level that before you were not allowing through. And that's, that's the cosmic orgasm. <laughs> More humanity in the world. That's it. Through you. Through a baby, right? That's you right now, allowing that humanity through, through the truth of your heart. Like I can feel it through you right now. It's awakening more of my humanity right now. So I don't know what you heard. You're welcome to share. But I know what I heard. And it was like, <laughs> I know, but also really, yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay, thank God. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, I, <laughs> I just got to say, ah. Uh... Thank you. That was beautiful. If you guys have an opportunity to do that, sitting down, not driving or anything, just take a moment to do that simple process because I'm coming, I don't want to say back to earth because I was here the whole time, but back to speaking ability. Mm. And it is so interesting when you ask what you need to hear, not knowing the answer yet, my body just did go into fear before I even heard anything. And I was like, how interesting is that? That your first initial reaction is like, the fear scares the shit out of you. Or the truth, I'm sorry, wow. Yeah. The, the truth go. does. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. 
and your capacity to be with that fear, right? Yeah. Not in, but to be with it, to witness it. That's the role of the heart, right? You're actually there with the truth. You're not being distracted. You're not being seduced by some idea. You are with the truth. Like, okay, there's a layer of fear. How interesting. I, I'm, I'm here for it. And I'm really fucking here for the truth. So let me stay here. Let me see what it is. Mm. That's your heart. Well. Oh. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thank you, Sasha. Was there anything else that you really feel called to speak about? I mean, we covered so many beautiful, vast things today. Yeah. Um, just an invitation to everyone to tune in to the simple practice. Again, just allow for that to be enough. If you are in a space where you're looking for guidance and safety, right, in your own space of being you, just let this practice be a gift to what you need, really receive. And by that, you're telling the universe, the world that you are here to receive what you really know is good for you and good being what is true, right? And if you want to go deeper, I will invite people. I just this morning, like I was like, this is happening. I'm going to like you with, with what you shared, very similar. I'm going to host a an experience, a journey into awakening the womb heart. And it's going to happen on the 20th of October. You know, I'll share the link with you. It's free and it will be an experience. It will be your own masterclass of yourself as the guru, right? And the journey where you are the experience. And so I invite everybody to join me. There will be a replay. That would be a beautiful way to bring in everything you shared, Lauren, and what you are offering and just co-create an even greater awakening of love through consciousness, right? And that's that's what we're doing. So, yeah. Ugh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Ooh, how beautiful, how aligned. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This uh, was not forced in May, right, when we were supposed to have this conversation. The seed was there, but I was like, ah, but <laughs> so this is why. Right again, or resistance is, is also part of the process. Just trust. When it's time, you will know. It's like oh, the baby's coming. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> and apparently, all of that was the initiation you needed to give birth uh. in it, right? And empower and then surrender to the baby. To be that mm. so, yeah. Thank you so much, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>